Welcome to Political B-Sides, the show where we explore the alternate scenarios in American history. I'm Nick Kanopka. I'm Carlo Andreasi, and we got a really fun one today, don't we? Yes, we do. What if Donald Trump ran as a Democrat in 2016? Yes, as we know, uh, Trump was a Democrat from what, like 2000 to 2011? I think he was a Democrat up until Obama became president, which kind of shows you know, what he was against, at least. Because we we did what normal college students do in their free time right before this, and we watched one of the uh, Republican primary debates of yes. 2016. It was, really, it was really telling of a couple things. A, like, Trump was like... How could you describe him? He was... I wouldn't say he's the most liberal of the group. No, I'd give that to John Kasich. Yeah, he was very, like... You know, they were they were bashing him for spending a lot and different stuff like that. But Trump was very he called himself a pragmatic conservative, which I think is what we could call him in that case. Right. I mean, he he hit a lot of populist talking points Mm -hmm. and even like on trade, he gave like basically the same answer that Bernie Sanders would have given. Yeah. Yeah, Given like with a lot more animosity towards Mexico. Yeah. Most for obvious reasons. But he was like kind of populist, kind of liberal on some things. But then on other things, just like off the grid conservative. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you even look like Donald Trump wrote a book uh, in, I think, 2000 called America, the America we deserve. Sorry, Trump, the America we deserve. And in that, he even advocated for universal health care. So, you know, he's kind of idiosyncratic as a uh, candidate. He I'd was say. a Reform Party member in he, the 90s. He was, which is kind of like libertarian in yeah, a way. It, populist libertarian. Not yeah. necessarily like capitalist, but it, it makes sense for the kind of honestly the kind of candidate he was in 2016. So the question is, if he decided I'm going to run as a Democrat, because let's be honest, all Trump really wanted was you know power. Power, yeah. I, I feel like he's a kind of a a, a chameleon mm-hmm. in a sort of way. Yeah. Um, he just wanted those golden White House socks. And we even. <laughs> And we even saw uh, in the debate where he would, like, give the answer on foreign policy. He was, like, trying to have it both ways. Like, I'm a non-interventionist. We should have we should have got out of Syria. We should have got out of Afghanistan. And then immediately after, he's like, yes, what we're going to do is we're going to hit and run ISIS. <laughs> like, wh- which is it? Yeah. <laughs> but he just he just, he'll just say what you want and, you know, whatever you want to hear, he'll you'll listen to it. And I feel like he hit all the right spots. For what he needed to do to win the Republican primary, he he gave up on the, you know, the corporate suit kind of look. Yeah, and he like ran as a populist, which is where he would probably end up in a Democratic primary. I think he would be. Where mm. do you think he would be on the political spectrum? Okay, so I'm gonna say Trump decides. Okay, the strategy is I'm gonna run as a Democrat. I'm gonna run against the Republican ticket. I'm gonna try to beat Hillary and Bernie. Or, I mean, probably on his mind was just Hillary, because Bernie kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. But I still think Bernie is here in this scenario. I'm going to say Trump is to the right of Bernie, but significantly left of Hillary. Interesting. Interesting. I kind of picture him as like an Andrew Yang type, where he kind of dresses it up in 
I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm I'm a businessman doing business things. That is that's a good. I'd say that's a good estimate of where he is. I think I think it'd be hard to pin him down because like right. Andrew Yang, it's kind of. I mean, he had he supported UBI, but he was also not the most left leaning candidate. So I think mm-hmm. Trump would be kind of hard to pin down in that respect. I also do think he would use uh, the uh, I'm an outsider. I'm not one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And he would even like try and use that against Bernie. Like this man's a senator. This man's yeah. a I can't do my job. He's a se- he's over here <laughs> in Capitol Hill. That's like, you know. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that would play out? A debate between Bernie, Hillary, and, and Trump. Martin O'Malley. And, uh, uh, Let's not. Pardon me. Thank you. I forgot. Thank you, Carlo. <laughs> I was I donated billions to the O'Malley campaign. So what do you think? Okay, Trump. What do you think his criticisms of Bernie are? How do you think he tries to distinguish himself from Bernie? I think, I mean, obviously in 2020, he he we kind of saw some of that because he thought he probably thought for a little bit that he was going to run against Bernie. But I don't think socialism, after, I don't think socialism was a big buzzword like it no. w- like it was after like the emergence of the Squad and stuff like right. that. I mean, but Bernie did better in 2016 calling himself a democratic socialist. Than he did in 2020, where he dropped that label. Yeah, I think that was more anti-Clinton sentiment. Right. I think that that worked in his favor, but I think Trump would. He would probably attack Bernie on his establishment credentials, but also mm-hmm. just being too left in general. Right. I think he would kind of criticize Bernie, like I like I said, like going back to Andrew Yang. I feel like that's like a perfect, uh, a perfect comparison economically. Like if we're thinking of a liberal Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and, I don't think he'd be, like, smart enough to come up with the idea of UBI yeah. at the same time. And we're suspending disbelief because, honestly, I mean, it would it worked for the Republican primary, but, like, Trump's just, like, anger and just personality mm-hmm. would not fly with, the like, the Democrats. No, so I think he would kind of tone it down a little on a Democratic stage. I still think he would be, like, extremely... Uh, potent on stage yeah you know he would he would stand out for sure but i don't think he would give off the exact same energy Mm -hmm. i think he would try to come off a bit more collected i think he would honestly like even the playing field even more than it was even Mm -hmm. i mean just because he would even if he didn't do well himself he would have taken down hillary on the emails he would just would have hammered Mm -hmm. in on that because bernie's uh, you know i'm sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails exactly and then trump would be like no. <laughs> no, no, that that actually is a good point. He so, would he would hammer in on the corruption. He would hammer in on Benghazi, mm-hmm. which would kind of you know it it would probably turn off some Democrats, but I mean it would probably speak the language of like some leftists. I think he would get some liberal voters who are disenfranchised with the Clintons, but also aren't quite as left as Bernie. Mm-hmm. And I also think he would pull some support from. Uh, the populist left, but also the fact that Trump is a billionaire would be a huge talking point from Bernie. Like I, I could just imagine the debate. Like, Mr. Trump, how can you explain that you profess to be a man of the working people? I'm an outsider. I'm an outsider. Yet, you uh, money laundered your entire career. Look, you've exploited look, the workers. I was smart. I was smart. I I evaded the tax code. That's what you have to do in business. Look, Bernie, Bernie, you 
are an establishment politician. You've you've had no job. You've been a man. I have not taken a single dollar from any billionaires. You yourself are a billionaire. You're taking money from your billionaire friends, whether you like to admit it or not. Look, Bernie, Bernie, I have a self-funded campaign. There are no billionaires funding me. Oh, your hotels in me. Saudi Arabia. And we have oil there, Bernie. Uh, I'd like to uh, interject about my poor Donald Trump impression. Oh, no, it's uh, better than mine. Okay, that's fair. Uh, it's kind of off and on. It's kind of bipolar. Um, can't decide what it wants to be. But I think that would be an interesting uh, dynamic, seeing... The anti-rich Bernie with the mega-rich Trump. But Trump also kind of professing to be anti-rich. Honestly, at this point, like, who do you think realistically would win? Because we want to get into the Democratic Trump presidency, of course. Yes. But realistically, who do you think is winning? Obviously Hillary, Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, because Trump and Bernie would just sink each other. Uh, Yeah, honestly, it would... I think it would kind of be a three-way, but it yeah. would be a three-way that's very slanted towards Hillary. It definitely... as, much, as much as I'd not like to think about a Trump, Bernie <laughs> Sanders, Hillary Clinton three-way, um, just in general, in all contexts, um, political and apolitical, if you catch my drift, um, mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, Trump and Bernie would kind of split the sort of left vote in a way mm-hmm. and also i mean i th- I think trump would get some of the working class on the democrats or even like yeah and you know what i also think what what's this trump's take on immigration so let's move past the primary now let's just yeah. assume for some reason trump ran a, as a democrat and won what is he campaigning on like what is he focusing on like what what do you think his stance on immigration is as a democrat i mean i don't think the Democrats were too liberal on immigration before Trump. It was, I mean, I think they were like, we need to secure our borders. You know, we need to, mm-hmm. um, Hillary advocated for a wall or yeah, back in the day. It's, it's, it's just that like, by the time Trump was elected, the Democrats wanted what Trump wanted, but the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think he would still be tough on immigration. Really? I think, I mean, maybe not tough in the way of like, blatant like xenophobia if he wanted to win politically you know if he was smart politically which i mean he has some political savviness here's the thing though if his main motivation is just winning if he's running under the democratic ticket he most certainly is not i in my opinion gonna be like hard on immigration i i think he i don't think he'd be as hard as he was i think he wouldn't be as liberal as bernie but i think he would have been like floating around like the hillary stance on immigration honestly Mm -hmm. but he would also kind of frame it in a way that he's pro-immigration yeah and i think the argument he would make is well i'm a businessman yeah yeah, yeah." (laughs) let me let me freshen up my trump impression here let let me i'm not even gonna try i'm gonna do something unique Okay. So this is how this is how Democratic Trump talks. This oh, is the voice I'm going to use. A new character. What you have to understand, what you have to understand, is I'm a businessman, and I know that bringing in immigrants, it's it's a good thing. Yeah, you, you hire more people, and you and you, they're paying taxes, and you let them in legally. Of course, we can't bring in everyone. I I think I think the the 
the precedent that President Obama has set is honestly quite good. We we do we do some deporting, but it's not it's not so major, and it's only for the bad, the criminals. Yeah, I think that's that's his way of going about it. Okay, yeah, and he'd also yeah he'd be like you know you could pay him less. That's good for business. <laughs> who's who's gonna you know who's gonna take those jobs mm-hmm. that the immigrants want? Right, or and then get and then he's also I think he he maintains his position on trade. I think so. He also combines that with his argument of like and they're outsourcing our jobs and we're not gonna let them outsource our jobs all right we're gonna we're gonna gut nafta we're gonna gut the tpp no more of this free trade made in america it's good for business good for business we're being sold out on billions and billions of dollars (laughs) in steel and and chinese chinese steel and you look at something you pick it up it's made in china it's made in china and then who's who's trump against in this context um well, oh, yeah, we didn't even get to that. Yeah, I know. I just kind of steered the cart uh, to, <laughs> to the right, but... Um, Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. All right. We, we, we looked at the polls. Yeah. Jeb was doing great until the debates <laughs> where Trump was uh, pretty ruthless. He I, was. I gotta say. He had some... You know, Trump had some beautiful, <laughs> beautiful things to say. My mother is the greatest woman in the world to me then why isn't she running <laughs> i mean like i mean he should have you know screw politics he should have just like went to the comedy store dude and, honestly like, i mean i mean we were like legitimately laughing at these jokes yeah i mean i mean he was he was like he was like <laughs> he was like they said there were weapons of mass destruction and i mean they lied they lied i know you make mistakes every day you know in politics you make mistakes i'm fine with making mistakes but that one was a big <laughs> but that what did he yeah but that one was beautiful yeah that one was beautiful oh no uh so yeah and i think a lot so i think that's like a pretty clear victory for jeb bush cuz honestly who else yeah who else at that point in the primary where jeb was like leading mhm like who else could have taken him i think it was just i mean you if you look at the polls like ted cruz wasn't even doing good at the beginning i think he only did Mm -hmm. started doing good once trump kind of got momentum so they just wanted to kind of whoever could beat trump i think sort of thing the people who were anti-trump were just kind of looking for a compromise Mm -hmm. and they saw that in someone like ted cruz right but in the context where trump runs as a democrat this is like a reverse situation where the republicans put out the you know, suit and tie corporate politician and the Democrats play a wild card. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say the debates are going to be between Trump and Jeb Bush. That would be an interesting dynamic. I mean, I'm just thinking of the electoral consequences of this. If you have someone like Trump, like let's say the Access Hollywood tape comes out and like all everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like, I mean, I'm you have California voting for a Democrat by like 30 points. Do you think like Trump would turn Democrats away in blue States like that? No. If it just, just the tapes that Mm. came out. I mean, I think it would have, it would definitely have more of an effect on a liberal base, but at the end of the day, I, I think Trump would still have ran a campaign that would, be progressive enough for liberal voters to not want to turn away from him and then yeah. make way for a Bush to be president. Yeah, you know? I think people would turn away from a Bush, a third a third Bush in office. I mean, it'd be it'd be like similar to like some of the Biden scandals that are like inexcusable. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
there's plenty of like areas where democratic politicians have reached those types of scandals and of course like that doesn't really change the voter base's mind yeah, on especially when voting it, for them especially when it's like the thick of an election campaign and you're just inundated by like every other message when like that stuff kind of just falls flat you know I mean, like, you know, you'll be like, Trump is a, you know, just imagine like the DNC where they have like, you know, this year it was like, it was like Biden, he wrote Amtrak and his, and his, and his children died. And, and and then like in 2016, if Trump were the nominee, it would be like, Donald Trump came from the doldrums of America and he built up a business and he, he created the foundation and like, he is the American dream. They'd probably, they'd run on Trump, the American dream. Trump. Yes. Oh. It'd be like that's yeah. Who who would who would his vice president be? It'd be like mm. it'd probably be like I don't even know Trump Romney the uh, no Tulsi Gabbard Trump Gabbard. I feel like I feel like that'd the, be and I feel like Trump and Tulsi are like similar on foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this fictional version of Trump. Yeah. Uh, where he would still be like kind of a war hawk and be like pro airstrikes. But he would like do his framing completely in a let's remove the troops. I think this this Trump is very patriotic still. Yes. It's just he's a, a liberal patriot. Yeah. Uh, and a, a populist still. Which would make patriotism patriotism patriotism. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm starting to sound like Biden. Um, <laughs> patriotism would be. Uh, it would be an interesting dynamic. I mean, because just how, like, it is now where, like, you kind of see, like, the Democrats be at least more wary about blatant patriotism just because of, like, you know, our history mm-hmm. as a country and, like, what that means, like, for different groups of people and, like, minorities and just different stuff like that. So it would be an interesting sort of, like, dynamic where, like, of course the Republicans wouldn't not be patriotic, but right. it would be a less, like, it would just kind of be there. Right, but it would be... I would say it would be more of like an economic patriotism. Like he he would really hit on like made in America uh and yeah. like he would be against global trade policy. Like I think that's where he's like really hitting home mm-hmm. because that that appeals to democratic voters. You know? And that that's not just like I, Trump kind of reformed the Republican Party on their stance on those types of things. Mhm even though he didn't actually follow through with it as president. And but it would probably be that. like, I mean, you would see, I feel like it would be a similar sort of like victory to like Obama had in 08, mm-hmm. where like, I mean, where you're getting like the traditional like democratic states, but you're also just like hitting places like Iowa and mm-hmm. Indiana, just because of like how Trump would run, like, like being like real, like with his trade policies and stuff. It's almost like he's running as like, a different brand of Democrat. Like, he's, yeah. it's almost like he's running as a Republican, but he's got the Democratic base behind him. Right, and I think he would be socially liberal in this context, too. Yeah, I, I mean... I think that goes without saying. I mean, he he wasn't always, like, a huge social conservative to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, pro-choice literally until he ran as president. Yeah, so I, I don't think that would... You know, it's not like that's, like, a hard-line stance that he has. And then you would mm-hmm. get the... Trump Supreme Court would be as as as, te- Ted as, Cruz as... <laughs> accurately predicted three liberal judges That's right. on the Supreme Court. You know, <laughs> Donald Trump, he's going to get three liberal justices on the court. Mark my words, a Donald Trump presidency would give you three liberal justices. Under my presidency, we would have 
conservatives who would who would are textualists. <laughs> hey, Donald, 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 listen, listen. I hate immigrants more than you do. <laughs> that okay. May I just say that is a beautiful Ted Cruz impression. Oh, thank you. That thank that you. that's it, up there with your Pete Buttigieg. It feels less um southern than I'd like. Yeah. You know, I, I need to work on it, but uh, thank you, thank you. No, but imagine so to answer the question we asked like ten minutes ago, uh, Trump's VP. Yeah, I'm still going with Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, but I, like, does that really matter? No, and not really. Jeb's VP is like I don't know Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like maybe like uh, Chris Christie or something. All right, to all balance right. Fair, the ticket. Fa- Let's fair, balance fair the enough, ticket. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that, that's a, that's a good like, that's a good like not so. That's a good like Sarah Palin esque choice. Yeah. Imagine, imagine just like the dynamics of like, I mean, you see like Hillary Clinton at the Trump inauguration, mm-hmm. where like she's just like depressed like she's just sitting there (laughs) like she's just like watching him like she looks like she's probably she probably took like a whole bottle of of xanax that morning (laughs) i mean she probably downed her coffee i mean she probably told the cab driver to crash the car on the way to the white house so just imagine like all like you know she's crying she's crying (laughs) and um (laughs) The same and then she has to campaign happen. for him. She'd have to. She'd be like the head. Like you know how like Sanders. Yeah. Like, you know it'd be like, she'd be like, I fully support Donald J. Trump for president <laughs> of the United States. He is going to bring economic justice to families across this nation. <laughs> and he is going to fight for you. Oh my God! Just, just imagine. Oh, and and what? Thank you, Hillary. Thank you. I love it. (laughs) Though me and Mr. Trump may have disagreed on many things during the primaries, that's for sure. And though I may disagree with him on the way he goes about talking about certain issues, there is no denying that this country cannot withstand another Bush presidency. No way. Introducing Vice President Joe Biden uh, with his support for Democratic nominee Donald J. Trump. We are America! <laughs> Second to none! Donald Trump is the American dream! If you believe in America, support Donald J. Trump! That's that's more of a 2016 <laughs> Joe Biden before the facelift. Um, uh, all I know is, hear me out, uh, the administration prior to me left uh, a lot of damage. A lot of damage that I had to undo. Let me tell you, folks, uh, we can't let that happen again. Which is why I am putting all my faith in Donald J. Trump. World-renowned businessman, reality show host. He's won over the hearts and minds of Americans. And I think he can do his pre- a good job as president representing the American people. Thank you, Donald. Thank you. I mean, sorry. Thank, <laughs> you. thank you, Barack. You know I hated you for most of your presidency. But frankly, frankly, I... I I loved you, broad buddy, buddy. You're so, I supported you from the beginning. From the beginning, you were great. Uh, I disagreed with you, you know, if the, the, the immigration issue and the and the Kenya, but you know, uh, uh, I'm telling you, Donald. I'm showing him my birth certificate, but we don't have to get into that now. Oh, you. L- l- listen, you're... kiss me, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> so oh, Trump God. gets inaugurated um, <laughs> as a Democrat. And um, he fills the vacant seat of um, Antonin Scalia, I presume, with um, 
not Neil Gorsuch, nor, not Neil Gorsuch, but maybe Merrick Garland. Uh, right. Uh, uh, so um, we'd have a packed, we'd have a packed uh, Democratic Supreme Court. Oh, absolutely. With Trump justices. Um. So let's get into Donald Trump is president. Yes. What does he do? What? First of all. Who does he surround himself with? Because let's be honest, that's the most important question. Yes, that is true. I mean, our Donald Trump, our beloved, um, surrounded himself with, like, outsiders, campaign donors. I mean, like, you had Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education. So I think You he... mean insiders. True. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, non-political. That coffee's getting to you. Yeah. Political outsiders, rather. People who weren't, like, you know, career politicians. But, I mean, elected. I th- I think some of them though, like uh, John Bolton, for example. Okay. I I feel like, and then a lot of them were just like he put people in positions that they did not deserve to be in. Like Rick Perry in the 2012 debates, famously, uh, three agencies of government that are gone when I'm in office. That's the Department of Education. I don't want to educate no one. No sense doing that. The department, I forget the second one. Uh, it was like, uh, what was it? Education. Commerce. Commerce, yeah. Education, commerce, and uh, looks over to his opponent. Shit, what's the third thing? They just shrugged their shoulders. <laughs> and it, uh, it turned out later in an interview, he was talking about the Department of Energy. Trump appointed Rick Perry to the Department of Energy. It's beautiful. And what did Rick Perry do as the Secretary of Energy? beautiful things uh <laughs> he uh gave chemical weapons to saudi arabia love to see it yes uh, <laughs> he was cutting their supplies it's it was what he always wanted to do he was getting rid of the chemical weapons of america and giving them to saudi arabia right so i think no trump's cabinet was a mix of like just like crazy conservative outsiders but also like establishment politicians and i feel like the people he surrounded himself with i.e mike pence like, we're really just, like, typical neocons. And, like, yes men, also. Yeah. So I feel like, and this is a boring answer, but Democrat Trump is a lot similar to the uh, the Republican Trump in the sense that he just surrounds himself with uh, uh, Democratic establishment members and makes similar decisions to any standard Democratic president. Yeah. I think... Trump honestly just ends up being like a Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't see, yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison because you wouldn't see the Democratic Party go as left as it has in the past four years. I think he would still posture. Like, he would still posture on like some populist talking points and he would still talk about, um, he would still talk about trade very liberally. Honestly, the same way he did all throughout his Republican presidency. He was like, super liberal on trade mm-hmm. but he never actually followed through with that he reintroduced uh nafta with like the same provisions that the tpp had so it i think like they're like really no difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i mean the one thing that i keep thinking of in my head is trump is going to deal with covid he's going to have to deal with covid but oh. as a democrat i'm not sure what that means <sighs> Um, okay. That we would, have to think about this. That would be, I mean, because the faults of Trump on COVID were like 
twenty percent based on his political ideology. Right. It was like eighty percent just his own like personal issues being hashed out. Just like like he took everything so personally that it's kind of what led to his downfall. I mean, he couldn't like he wouldn't like take blame and he wouldn't like do the necessary stuff. So it would be interesting to see. I mean, even as a Democrat, I think he still would have made the same mistakes. But also remember, this Trump is still a character, I think. Because we're still talking about, like, the same guy, right? Yeah. He's not just going to become president and not, like, let the power get to his head. Yeah. He's still going around the country doing rallies. He's mm-hmm. just He just has different talking points. I mean, that's it. The, I think the yeah. man, like, exists because he wants power. He has done nothing his entire life but try to appease people and, like, you know, that's what he loves. I mean, that's what he did as president, basically. He was just campaigning for four years. Yeah. And that's why, ultimately, the Trump administration ended up making the same decisions that, like, the Jeb Bush administration would have made. It was, I guess, the Democrats' secret to getting the working class would be to elect Donald Trump as their nominee. <laughs> I mean, he would, he would, I could see him just going to, like, rural Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and just, like, getting these, like, I mean, like, apolitical people and just, like, converting them into Democrats. Just, like, I mean, just kind of like how he did for the Republican Party. Like, he boosted turnout. And he, he mm-hmm. would just do it the other way. Man. I mean, the Democrats should have, like, picked up this strategy. They should have, like, tried to, like, edge Trump in their direction. Yeah. <laughs> Get him to... <laughs> hey, <laughs> Donald. They three more liberal Supreme Court justices? Yeah. Yeah. So, ultimately, he cultivates a base of, like, a combination of, like, lefties and disaffected liberals, mm-hmm. and, basically. And, like, working class, like, yeah. I don't think he's able to, like, get a cult around him like mm-hmm. he is with reactionary voters. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, let's, like, that group of voters just isn't as susceptible to, like, groupthink. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, in in a way that's, like, for Trump. In the, in the yeah. way that, like, Trump, because, I mean, I, Trump, this, a Democratic Trump would be less, like, I hate immigrants. Uh, <laughs> right. It would be, like, just, like, policy sort of yeah. things. So, Trump handles COVID. Do you think that he still, like, denies it at first? Because that could be political motivation, but it could also just be the fact that he's Trump and he doesn't want to feel responsible. I think I think it is just that Trump doesn't want to feel responsible. I mean, people, I mean, he took it so personally when people were like, the, the COVID numbers are up. He would, like, he wouldn't say, like... Yes, I get it. That is a uh, problem that we are addressing. He'd be like, no, 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 no. Look, Canada has bigger numbers. <laughs> but, like, like I I think it would be a sort of split. Like, you'd see mm-hmm. Trump being like, everything's fine, let me campaign. But, like, you'd see, like, the sort of, like, typical, like, sort of elite Democrats, like the Warren voters or, like, the Clinton voters, like, you know, the college-educated whites there would be like, you know, oh, you, the COVID protocols, all that stuff. But he would be like a little more like, okay, Trump, you know, idiosyncratic. Yeah. So, so he would like kind of like posture like, okay, we we gotta take this seriously, guys. We gotta come together as a nation. We gotta unite our spirits and our, uh, 
But then he would also like do his rallies and your freedom of choice. It's the freedom of man, the American people and people come to see me. They like to see me. People <laughs> like to come and see Donald Trump. So, you know, let them. It's their choice. You know, I don't think you should. I wouldn't if I were me. Hey, what can I tell you? But I like to give speeches. People like to listen to me. It's a pandemic. But, you know. Your Trump's getting better, I must say. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been improving over the course of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah, I think we would get, like, a split between the Trump, like, I'm going to do my speeches, but also, like, you'd have, like, just the st- standard Democrats being, like, Nancy Pelosi, like, mask up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, okay, now George Floyd happens mm. in June. What is the fallout from the Trump administration from that? Because Trump, as as far as I know, I think he only really did one thing that he like postured towards the BLM movement. It was like nothing. It was like he gave like access. He provided like access to capital in certain uh, the opportunity zones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Trump would like actually really like? cater to the BLM movement as a Democrat? I think, I mean, I mean, he did, he, I mean, George Floyd's murder was like, I think he, I don't know if he said it or maybe other Republicans said it, that like, it's blatantly like a tragedy, like he shouldn't have died like that. He would probably just Mm kind of call for police reform. Yeah. But he would probably like do it in a way of like, let's fund police more, you know? Uh, Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I could see Trump having, like, a centrist take. Mm-hmm. Like, our boys in blue, our boys in blue and the, the lovely people of the black community, please don't have animosity towards each other. We are all American. Like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Something like that. And something like, someone puts on their uniform does not make them a robot. And the color of someone's skin does not make them an animal. And we need to treat each other with, like... I feel like like that's that's kind of the direction he would take. And then the protests would pro- I mean you would you see this I mean I'm sure you would see the protests on the scale that they were cuz that I feel like that was a sort of a byproduct of just like everyone being hunkered in and then like this big tragedy happens and then everyone's like okay we need to like do something. But like yeah. and I'm just thinking of like the the tear gas and the I mean Trump was like a law and order candidate. Right. But I think this version of Trump, like, really pulls back on that. I think this version of Trump is obviously going to condemn the violence to say, we got to stop these violence in our cities, but we also need to address the problem at hand. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd do, like, the bare minimum. He would. Yeah. No, I, I don't think we would get anything major accomplished. Mm-hmm. I think it would be slightly more than providing, like, access to capital. Yeah. It, I think he would actually have got, like, maybe some good, like, some slightly good, like, uh, police reform. Even if it did mean, like, increasing police budget. Yeah. I think, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. Cause really. I, I mean, because I, Trump is, like, he's, I feel like, I mean, if if you ask Trump his opinion of the police in, like, 2013, he'd probably be, like, well, you see the horrible things that that they're doing to the people on the streets. Like, but like, if you ask him in like 2020, he'd be like, "Our boys in blue are under attack from Antifa." 
and like he's he's just you know like we said he's just like going along with like the cons- whatever like it will get the biggest cheer at his rallies so mm-hmm. like i think he would be like a little less like sympathetic towards the police right does he kind of switching subjects here but does he fearmonger like conservative groups like instead of antifa is it the proud boys <laughs> The Proud Boys. What can I tell you? The Proud Boys, they're everywhere. They got helicopters. It's not good. He he did actually, like, suggest that Antifa had helicopters once. Um, but I think, I don't know if the Proud Boys, maybe not the Proud Boys, but he'd be like. Who do you think? He'd probably like the neo-Nazis or something. I don't know. Even but though like what? those aren't like a, like a, yeah. But like Antifa is like kind of just like. There are some people in the country who protest and they form like small groups and proclaim to be Antifa, but it's not like an official yeah. like group with a membership. What's something like conservative equivalent of that? I don't even. I mean, Trump I don't even scapegoat? know because I feel like a lot of that stuff. Like, I mean, obviously it was there, but like Charlottesville probably wouldn't have happened without like right without like the sort of like well the president like he's you know kind of on her side you know? yeah yeah like that sort of thing so i don't i don't know if there would be like a boogeyman of of mm-hmm. the right that like he could point to but like i'm sure he would find one i, I still think he would definitely fear monger mm-hmm. over w- like conservatives yeah because i mean i mean it might just be like cutting funding because like in the right. in the debate that we watched he was saying that like he wants to like protect social security and like make sure that like like he would just come off as like a common sense like even yeah. if it isn't common sense he would just come off as like a common sense candidate where like if you're like some guy who just like i don't know you're like you don't really follow politics but like you hear what he has to say and you're like okay yeah the rich are paying too much and also uh but i support but you know that we need the police and like that sort of thing like right he would just kind of like get that sort of voter and just be like, they're going to, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't, I shouldn't be making less social security just because they're cutting funding for it. Like he would kind of fear monger against like spending cuts, I feel like. But the, I mean, I don't know if that would be towards his brand because it's like too, like almost in the weeds. Right. Okay. So moving on, what happens in the 2020 election? Who is the Republican nominee? That would be an interesting thing i mean because all right so i feel like the nominee would just have to be jeb bush goes forward again uh i don't know about that no no, it would have to be someone who counters jeb bush in a way yeah i mean because you had like clinton loses and then it's like okay or do you think the republicans the old white man do you think the republicans would play up like a back to normal type of thing the way that the democrats did in 2020 probably Like, imagine, I don't know, say this is John Kasich's time to shine. Or even, like, uh, yeah, John Kasich or I Chris feel, Christie. Yeah. I feel like John John Kasich's what my gut's going with right now. I mean, I could just imagine it. Here we have a president who is just ridiculous. I mean, this administration, not only have they increased the debt ceiling and everything and we're overspending and but just the presentation of this man how can we as americans accept 
this modern wave of liberalism that has embraced someone like President Trump, who has people, no respect. Because people have more money. You have no respect for authority, Donald. Listen, John. You listen you're to a no failed one governor. You. Listen, listen. The people are the people richer. Of Ohio. The economy is booming. You see, you see it in 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 poor communities, in rich communities. Everyone's doing better under my presidency. You're a failed governor. <laughs> oh, this is making me think that Kasich kind of gets blown out. I think so. And Trump gets another four years. Because I mean, you wouldn't. I feel like Kasich wouldn't like like energize the conservative base. No, and it would just be like. It'd be kind of like the Canadian election. So do, <laughs> do we want to do we want to go with someone that does energize the conservative base then? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is only the modern variant of Ted Cruz because of Trump, though. Yeah. Because remember the Ted Cruz before Trump. I'm ten times the conservative that you are, Donald. Now Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also at the same time he was like tea party like yeah let's you know i mean because mm-hmm. he'd see like trump and like i mean because tr- if trump didn't care about spending as a conservative he's gonna care about it even less as a democrat like as a liberal so i feel like you'd probably have like a blow the blowback from that being like now look we're spending too much on uh, you're you're inflating police budgets, giving them too much money. We're just gonna see a, we're just gonna see the parties flip. We're just gonna see oh, this the, this scenario is the party switch all over. Again. It is, yeah. It'd be like, now look, Donald, you're inflating police budgets. You're you're uh, catering to you know the social safety net people. The entitlement culture that you are creating is too much, and I as have the conservative credentials to prove you wrong. It, yeah. it would just, it would it would be like a party switch. I think that's what would happen. Wow. So the conclusion we've come to, I suppose, is that Donald Trump runs as a Democrat. He runs like a somewhat liberal economically, uh, but also kind of populist mm-hmm. and kind of devoid of really any political label, and. Uh, I don't know. I still don't think he's like a conservative president, though. You know what I mean? No. Governing wise. So, I don't know. Party flip? Maybe like value flip. Mm -hmm. Like you would see the Democrats be like pro. And it wouldn't be, I mean, eh, maybe not. I was going to say pro police, but I don't know if that would. No, I think. Just because of like. He would have. I think he would have increased the police budget, but he would have, like, done it in areas like, you know, police training. Yeah. You know, he would have he would have definitely uh, postured more towards BLM than he did as a Republican. Mm. So, but I do think, yeah, conservatives would use that against him. Yeah. I think, yeah, he would, he would just be, like, he would be pro, like, you know, yeah, he'd increase the police budget, but also, he'd also be, like, but I'm against the violence. He'd literally right. be, like, the, like, the, the like, Biden. Not like, um, but like the Biden voter who is a Republican in 2020. Right. Like, I don't like the, I don't like this and that, but uh, there's a problem here. Mm-hmm. And then Ted Cruz would probably say, and this is all happening under your presidency, Donald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The riots in the streets, the violence, and you're 
increasing police budgets to... Wait a minute. No. No. What argument would Cruz make against increasing police budgets? Yeah. Huh. I think it would just be, like, a stalemate. Because, like, on the on the big, like, wedge issues, Trump would, like, just cause, like, a stalemate. That, like, the Republicans wouldn't even know what to argue about. I would say the Republicans would kind of fearmonger over Trump being on the side of BLM. Okay. And I think maybe yeah. be- because of, like... Racial animus. I think, yeah, the Republicans would kind of adopt racial animus in the way that Trump did in 2016. The only difference is uh, it would just happen four years later because of George Floyd and the BLM movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So then Ted Cruz ends up being, like, a Republican populist. Yeah. That is... And do you think Trump would probably win re-election? Yeah. I mean, just because... Just because I'm thinking, like, the economy's... Uh, the economy's, like, still, like, rising. Well, no, COVID. Mm. Mm, I think most... But most leaders got re-elected under right. COVID, I think. And and I think any normal president would have been re-elected under COVID just because, like, when there's a crisis going on, people tend to want to keep the same leader. Yeah, they're not like, I'm going to switch leaders in the middle of this. But, like, Trump was just so uniquely, like... I mean, like, if you take it down to the basic level, like, ask the apolitical person in, like, the middle of, like potter yeah. county pennsylvania like they'll be like trump got covid like it's just like the just the simple that like trump's fighting against covid he got covid doesn't seem too smart on covid does he now like that sort of thing <laughs> yeah but i think the economy at the point of covid because trump is not a republican and is has you know establishment democrats in his ear i think the blowback on the economy from covid wouldn't be as bad it would still be bad but the amount of deregulation that trump did on big businesses and uh the amount of uh tax loopholes he allowed corporations to get away with like even though like the democrats aren't perfect they wouldn't have done that yeah no even if he wanted that they wouldn't have voted for it yeah and so i'm thinking like the economy's doing bad but it's doing like understandably bad mm-hmm. and trump is kind of handling it Policy-wise, not in way of, like, how he's campaigning, but policy-wise, he would be handling it like any normal administration would. He wouldn't have, like, like, bolstered the anti-vax, anti-COVID denialism movement. Yeah. So, um... He would just be, like, straightforward, straight straight and narrow, centrist on the mm -hmm. policies, pretty much. That's what a Trump... But but also with, like, the crazy, like, Trumpiness of it. Mm Mm-hmm. It would just be like a boring circus. Yes. What, what what were we talking about before we started recording? Let's bring it back to that. Um. Oh yeah, Trump in the circus. What was what was that uh, aphorism you gave me about um, circus clowns? If you vote for if you vote for a clown, don't be surprised when there's a circus. Is that is that what? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Did you make that up or am I just stupid? I think it's from something. I heard it somewhere. I mean, it, it's, it sounds like something you'd hear like a Democrat post on Facebook, <laughs> like a 40 year old, like Mike big, like Warren supporter. I mean, you know, Warren's fine, but like a big, like Hillary supporter or something like if you vote for a clown, don't be surprised when there's a circus, but it's like embroidered. Yes. Anyway. So yeah. So Trump wins and he is, uh, currently president in 2021 yes and he still hasn't gone out of afghanistan that is true eh, he wanted to get out as a he wanted to get out as a republican and he didn't do it 
But he made the plan. Even if Trump won in 2020, we'd still be out of Afghanistan. <sighs> he he made brokered the, the plan. He made the plan, but he made the plan and kept delaying it and delaying it. We were just on, like, one of the many delayed plans mm-hmm. that Biden was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, and I think... I don't know what it is about Biden, but like on this one issue, he decided, no, I'm not going to listen to the people in my ear. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like, because like, like, even though Trump is a Democrat in this scenario, he still has like the military industrial complex telling him no. Mm-hmm. And he's still Trump and he's still going to be, okay, boss, whatever you want. When's my next rally? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, even on foreign policy, I think he would like. I just can't get over how, like, centrist this administration would be. Or, like, even just, like, I think this would be, like, the perfect presidency for America. A Democrat? Really? That's my hot take. I okay. Think, I think... Okay. I think a Democratic Trump would be the American president. Thought experiment. I think. I mean, because he would... I mean, maybe not... Maybe... That is he, a hot take. He would... He would... <laughs> he would be economically liberal in a way that's, like liberal but not too liberal where like very like, very like business oriented he would be he would be the vote he would be the voters president like because he would he wouldn't he would not be too radical on certain things and he would just like but also like he'd be liberal in the way that's like popular you yeah. know with like you know uh the social safety net and everything but also it'd be like oh but he so we saw him meeting with kim jong-un like that sort of thing. Like you'd see him meeting with like all these foreign adver- ad- adversaries, and like it would give the look of like, wow, he's really creating these like deals. He's like the deals guy. Yeah, but he would still be like, I don't, I still don't think he would actually make those deals. He would do everything as a form of like, I'm just, I'm just doing this for PR. Yeah, you know. But like, I think, I think that would work because it kind of worked for him in it's 2020 in a way i mean at least with the base i think i think yeah i think you would see the trump base but become because i feel like the trump base it wouldn't be the same group of people it would be like the legal weed libertarian kind (laughs) it like that's that's who you that's who trump would literally capitalize on like like i would say libertarians and some lefties and just yeah i would would, be like those guys that are into like hustle culture and stocks mm -hmm. would like love a trump president like a democratic trump presidency i still think like a lot of like liberals like especially older liberals would kind of like not be a huge fan of mm-hmm. democrat trump right but i still think they would vote for him because policy yeah you know, I, but, so. but yeah that's my hot take i think okay okay but yeah yeah back Demo- to that your hot take um <sighs> so who are you voting for in the 2016 primary um, Are you voting for Democrat Trump or Bernie Sanders? Well, if we want to take it back to, in if you have hindsight, okay. Of what okay. you I was think of, say, I what you think say, of Bernie Sanders? I was Sanders. different politically then, but so what you think of Bernie Sanders' presidency is, and what you think a Democrat Trump presidency is, like who, like who do you choose? I mean, I would probably just vote with my gut, or I would probably vote for like just like Sanders, just because of like how Trump is. But I think that, like, the average American would love Trump. If he was a Democrat. If he was a Democrat. But, I, but I'm saying, to your point, uh, is that actually what America needs? 
Like, oh, is that okay. no, is it, that the ideal solution? It would be because I'm going with no. Oh no, it's not. But it would be he would be very he would appease a lot of different people. I think by not by kind of just like just doing the bare minimum in a way. Do you think he would be like such a huge like populist cheerleader on the liberal side of things now, and it just makes the country kind of gradually more. Prog- uh, progressive without it being like openly progressive i think it he, would yeah i th- I mean i think he would like he would be like a, he called himself a pragmatic conservative in the uh yeah. debate he would be a pragmatic liberal he'd be like we need you know let's let's do the left policies where we need them but where we don't i think he'd just be a libertarian but also let's be fair i think liberal and lefty voters would be a lot less um, forgiving knowing what Trump does as president. Because I don't think, like, conservative voters just love the performance art. Okay, like, conservative voters didn't really pay attention to, like, the policies that Trump implemented. They just kind of point... Oh, the stock market, the unemployment rate, the... uh, Like, they didn't actually talk about policy. Because policy-wise, he was a Republican. Like, full stop. But I think liberal voters would be like, hey, aren't you, like, planning on getting out of Afghanistan anytime soon? What happened with that? Why do you keep delaying the plan? And I think they would be, in the same way that they became more skeptical of Obama, they would become more skeptical of Trump over time. Yeah. And then you'd probably would still see, like, the left-wing faction, like, you know... Break off. Break off. This... And that then there would be the Sanders supporters who said, "Hey, I told you, this, but, yeah. this guy ain't it. He's not." But a it, but in the same way, I think a Demo- like I feel like Democrats would are more likely to vote for a Democrat just because like like they'd rather they they're more likely to plug their nose and vote for a Democrat in the end. Yeah, just, just because of how much like you know I mean totally. maybe that's just a byproduct of like 2016 and like the electoral college yeah. and all that. And I'm totally with you on that. I still think that Trump wins 2020. Mm-hmm. Like the skepticism from Democratic voters still, like, they're still going to vote Democrat. But I think, ultimately, uh, what this leads to is just an avenue for the corpse of Bernie Sanders to run in 2028. 2024, I mean. The, you're right. You're right when you say the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> the, bi- the billionaires! Uh, uh, While I like Mr. Trump! While That's too I young. Think... That's too young. Oh. He sounds like he just got out of college uh, right there. <clears throat> well, I like Mr. Trump. <laughs> well, I think that he's done a sufficient job as president. I think we need bolder leadership. We need to make sure that we are not taking policy advice from the billionaires. <laughs> from the billionaires that Trump has surrounded himself with. And let me tell you. This world will not survive Tucker Carlson's presidency, that's for sure. The Republican ticket this year is god-awful. I, I, Bernie, Bernard, (laughs) Sanders, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of president of the un- Bernie, Bernie, you can't wave your arms. Just hold up your right hand. 
of President of the United States, and will to the best of my ability. Bernie Sanders has died on the uh, front steps of the Capitol. It looks like Donald Trump will just step. Oh, he just walked up to the podium. Donald. Donald. That's right, everyone. I'm going for a third time. Oh my god. This is unprecedented. <laughs> we'll be back. And you me. know, maybe I'll go for a fourth time, a fifth time, as long as we amend the Constitution. Hey! Long live the king. Okay, so. Uh, in conclusion, Democrat Trump is King Trump. And the greatest president of all time, according to voters. This This, this, this is all Trump had to do. If he wanted power, he just needed to run as a Democrat. I think I think this is uh, this is a um, this is the ideal solution for Trump. I think I think we should call him and tell him. Yeah. Trump just run as a Democrat. You know, just I mean, he would have been he would have been America's president. He would have been the next Abraham Lincoln. That's right. He would have been the next FDR. He would have been what George Washington could be. Couldn't have been. Well, had George Washington oh, decided yes. to just be king, you know? That's right. We, if we would have King Trump, that would be beautiful. All right. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> thank you for joining us on this episode of Political B-Sides, which is recorded at Point Park's Center for Media Innovation. I'm Nick Konopka, and you can find me and the rest of the Democratic Trump fans at Konopka25 on all social media. Trump is a phony. Vote Sanders 2016. My name's Carlo Andreasi. You can find me at the actual Carlo on all social media. Thank you all for tuning in. See you next time.